You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carrie the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 225 of the Metal Geeks podcast. Can you believe we're at 225? Whoop, whoop. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek, along with... Brittle Dave is here. Hi. Welcome, sir. We could say Dave is here, man. Dave is here, man. <laughs> I haven't heard about that bit my whole life. No, I'm sure you haven't. <laughs> it will never grow old. <laughs> and uh, back from his whirlwind uh, <laughs> vacation. <laughs> wow. vacation to Disney. Uh, that that wasn't even a planned one. That one just came out naturally. It's, oh, uh, sure, it did. It's, naturally is the word we're going to use there. George just Trips as natural is. as a weather occurrence. Yes. George Trips is here, everybody. Hello, how y'all doing? Welcome back, my friend. How did how how had everything fair? We're going to get into your uh, full trip report later in the show. Yeah, but sure. everything came out all right. Uh, yeah, I went to the toilet not so long ago. It was pretty good. Appreciate that. <laughs> if you want to talk about that, we can talk about my procedure last week. If you really want to go into details, <laughs> please. But we're not let's, going to. Let's get more details than what you already divulged. <laughs> out. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't divulge too much. So, um, no, uh, it was fine. Uh, I, I will go more in detail about it. But I had a. I had a great time. I had a chance to do everything I wanted to do, and then some. So awesome. That's great to hear. Uh, before we get into what we've been watching and, and all that good stuff, has anybody done anything recently in the past couple weeks that they wanted to talk about here? Cause I have something. I went to Disney world. Well, besides going to <laughs> Disney world and universal Studios, and universal studios. What about you, Dave? Did you do anything exciting and fun? Um, I haven't really like been anywhere the last couple weeks. I mean, I, I did, I went out for a work event. But oh uh, no, I, I haven't really. That was the n- the night market, or yeah. yeah, yeah. We have another one this weekend, so oh damn, I'm not going to be here. I you like weren't invited anyway, so oh well, shit. No, <laughs> I'm canceling my plans. I'm going anyways. Oh wow, <laughs> he's just. Hey, you know what? Himself. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say. I wouldn't advise that. I think. I. I think you'd be disappointed. <laughs> okay. In, not in going, but in having made that decision in order okay. to go, I think it would be a letdown for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I went to see Weird Al live. This is my it weird. Yeah, that's cool. It wasn't weird at all, dude. Uh, There's people around me that were definitely weird, but uh, this is my third time seeing him. I saw him back in sometime in the late nineties. This then is I your saw third him, time seeing him. Yeah, and I saw him nineteen eighty seven. Uh, opening up for the monkeys at uh, Astro World at the amphitheater there. So this tour was very interesting. It's very cool. I I bought a shirt and I'm wearing it to the next metal show that I go to. That's for sure. A um, weird Al shirt. A weird Al shirt. Hell yeah! Why not? Well, I'm just asking. I, I He's like know. a really cool uh, photo of him playing the accordion. What's more metal than that? 
<laughs> it's very true. What is more metal than that? Um, you know, I've been a big fan of his music, not just the parody stuff, but his like original stuff for a long time. He makes and, original stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you are you are you joking, or did you not know that? I did not know that. No, no yeah, most of his music is original music. Uh, he'll, you know, some of the songs are like stylized, like the song sort of sounds like the doors or it sounds like Bob Marley or something, but I only know song. weird Al for like a handful of things and it's parody songs. Uh, what is it? UHF. Yep. And his odd music videos. Yes. I fucking love that movie. UHF, UHF. is a gem of a movie from the nineties. <laughs> yes, it is. Here's uh, so opening up the show um, was emo Phillips. Do you remember him from back in the day? I remember that name. The comedian. Uh, he he's very weird. Um, oh, it goes right along with the show then. But he was so fucking funny. It was so great to see him live. And the concert was very stripped down. They were sitting on like in stools the whole whole time in the front of the stage. It wasn't. Um, there there. It it was just a very chilled show. All the music that they played was his original music. Um, no parody songs they did at the end and well they did like a little medley at the end but it was like it was very stripped down type of deal but uh yeah he's each show was almost like a different um set list so the couple songs that i wanted to really hear he didn't do the night we saw him but um it's very good show uh they did the, <laughs> they did this uh thing where they they, they you know when band go off for for after their main set and they, they they go off to stage for a few minutes and they're they come back a few minutes later well they sat on the side of the stage so they had a little area with like a couch and stuff and they just sat there talking and then like oh you guys want to go back on yet no 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 we'll wait another minute mm-hmm. i was like that's pretty fucking funny well he, he's up in there in age now so he can do that yes uh and they do the parody stuff they uh but during this parody saying they they broke into like this five to seven minute um acapella like portion where they're all doing these weird things and they did the entire tiki room gods the the evil the the, <laughs> the, the evil god scene yeah. from the tiki room because it took me like at least 10 or 15 seconds i'm like wait a minute this sounds real are they doing the tiki room and i looked over at my wife and we're just like what the fuck is going on and i thought they were just gonna like just do like you know we'll just do a little bit of it they did the whole segment dude like the long version (laughs) when you go through the long version of the tiki room that they don't have anymore this was the old school version and then after that they did a couple of verses of grim getting ghost from haunted mansion i thought that was cool i'm like all right i know he's a uh, he's a disney you know parks nerd so it was cool to hear that but yeah, it was a fun cool. show. Um, you know, it was, it was a lot longer than I was thought it was going to be. But uh, well, if they're taking breaks like that, of course it's going to be they, a long. Well, show. they didn't. They just took that one. You know that fake encore break yeah. that every band fucking does, and it's annoying. <laughs> um, I think Anthrax will be just like, you know what? We're just going to stay on stage. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> We're going to play you four more songs. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> George, Is if it an encore then at that point? Sort of. Uh, if you've never heard some of his original music, George, you just check it out. Okay. It's not all parody stuff, but that's what he's mostly known for, you know? 
I, if you would have asked me, hey, do you think Weird Al makes like you know legitimate music? I'd be like, oh, he makes parody. Well, songs. you saw UHF. There was original yeah. music in that movie. Of his? Yeah. Mm, it's been a while since I've seen UHF, but I don't remember of any of his music in it. All right. Well, listen to some where of his it, music. Where did you see him? What was what what was the venue? It was the Cullen Performance Hall at uh, University of Houston. Oh, wow. First time I've ever been to a concert there. It was interesting. It was good. I saw uh, Mystery Th- uh, Theater 3000 there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It, the the lobby's very very small. When there was like a, a queue for the the merch, and then there was like the queue for like the the bar, it was like very crowded. But you know, it was cool. Word. I would definitely go see it again. Weird Weird Al for the win, everyone. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, I guess do you want to move on to uh, what we've been gaming? Uh, yeah, this will be a go right ahead. Yeah, only you segment since I haven't been playing any games. You haven't played any games. No. All right. I, I've been busy riding roller coasters. Okay. Well, it's a game. It's a gamification of life. And uh, meeting uh, my mouse overlord. Oh, your wife? <laughs> yes. I wouldn't <laughs> consider my wife a mouse, but sure. Why not? She's your overlord, though, right? <laughs> That's true. Very very uh, much so. So I went back to playing The Last of Us uh, Part 1 again. That, that game is so good. I played that for a long time over the weekend. Uh, I went back to uh, Lego Star Wars because I just wanted to uh, chill out on the couch and open up more characters, which I'm still trying to do. And there's DLC coming out for that game. Is it really? Uh, an, an, a second round of DLC coming out like November 1st. So um, was Andor and more Book of Boba Fett and some other stuff too. Like there's like four or five more packs coming out. Cool. But I want to talk about this game that I bought on the Switch. It's called Islets. Islets. I S L E T S. Okay. Islets. Islets. It's about a. It's a Metroidvania game done by a team of two brothers. Right. One guy did all the art and all the anim- all the animations and all the programming. The other and the other brother did all the music for it. It's a really really cool concept it's a really it's a very fluid game uh you think like a really really indie game like this would have like it it would have issues but um it's really beautiful it reminds me of like uh if you ever played owlboy or like um some games like that very bright beautiful backgrounds uh color palette's really nice um the movements are really smooth uh, but then there's elements of the game where you, you jump into like little um, flying space, like a flying airplane. There's a little one propeller airplane thing and and you get power ups and then you have to fight bosses in the air. So it turns into like this shoot 'em up shmup situation. And then it's like, I'm like, all right, you had <laughs> it's like two of my favorite genres, shmups and Castle in Metroidvania games together. I was like, I'm supporting this. So it's a really fun game. Um, and Best Buy had like a four months saying, even if you had a, a, a previous account to Apple Arcade. So one of my favorite old school games on the, on the iPhone was Jetpack Joyride. And there's Never a sequel, to, there's a sequel to that game. It's just a, it's like a endless runner. Your guy was a jetpack basically. And you have to go around levels and you, now you can shoot and do all this really cool stuff. And a lot, it's very more 
very more in depth than it used to be. And it's cool. really cool. I've been playing the hell out of that game. That's it. Dave, All right. what about you? I see you had something on the list. Oh, me? Yeah. yeah sure. I, uh, the only thing I've uh, I've really been playing recently is uh, I've been gone back and playing Doom 3 BFG edition. Uh, I never played the expansions for Doom 3. So mm. uh, I went back and played the main campaign and I am close to the end of the first expansion at this point, And then I will play through the next one. So like doom, doom is my jam. Uh, <laughs> doom three is my least favorite of the series. Oh really? Um, yeah. Um, Why is that? It's the least doomy of sure. all of them. <laughs> it had the um, most hype behind it when it was coming out, I believe. And I don't think it lived up to that hype either. So when it came out, so we're going to do a quick history lesson, I guess. Sure. Uh, when it came out back in the early 2000s. Um, early aught. Yeah. it. Um, what they were really pushing was the engine itself. That the, 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 the game engine itself and the rendering was incredibly advanced for the time. Um, and so... For for that time, it looked amazing. It the yeah. environments were the lighting and the sound and everything were really something else. Um, but what that forced them to have to do, because the engine itself was such a resource hog, they had to limit the scope of the level design. Mm-hmm. And it was so, very crowded corridor type. It, it's a game. lot more corridor. Um, yeah, so it's missing the arena, large open area yeah. aspect of Doom games. There's virtually none of that. There's a couple of places where you get something akin to it. Uh, but the other problem is is that it wasn't just the uh, like the lighting resources and everything. It also limited the number of enemies they could populate at any given time. Yeah, so you never got the the hordes of monsters thing that is like a staple of doom. It um, felt more, it, it felt more like an alien game. It was very, the, you're on, you're on like a alien spaceship. <coughs> you're me, on that the, choked uh, me up. It's a rehash of the standard kind of doom story. You're mm-hmm. on uh, the UAC uh, research and development facility on Mars. Um, it 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 is more it is more of a horror game than an action game. So where I I but I do think that's actually where it shines, where its best features are, is that it is actually pretty creepy. Uh, the the atmospheres are unsettling. Um, there are some good jump scares in it. Uh, they do a good job with, even though they limit the kinds of encounters that you have. Uh, as, as far as numbers of enemies and stuff like that, they still are able to put you in um, situations that you really have to kind of quickly think on your toes about how am I going to overcome it? And it's only like three or four enemies at a time max, uh, but you can, you still end up in a, uh, a scary combat situation. So it, it has its merits. I, I, uh, it's a doom game. It has all of the doom stuff. Um, but it's the least Doom of the Doom games to me. I just looked on my Steam account. I don't have any of the Doom on my PC on my Steam account. No, I, think I have it. 
I know I have them somewhere. Maybe Xbox or like that collection or something like that. I know I have the 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 old school Doom on my Xbox, maybe too. I've got all of them in like so many different. <laughs> I've got like <laughs> yeah. multiple versions of everything. Now that I mentioned it, maybe Humble Bundle will do a full Doom bundle, and I'll just have to grab it. You know. Uh, so if you hang out on Steam uh, until I guess the next one coming up is going to be the winter, the big winter sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually there's a doom bundle in one of those for a significant discount. Okay. Um, or if Bethesda themselves does a sale event or, um, which they'll do promotional events, uh, when they make new announcements and stuff like that. And sometimes they'll, when they do that, you can get doom bundles for really cheap as well. Cool. Yeah. Doom has always been one of my favorite, um, games, but I'm just never been really <clears throat> good at it. I'm not like Dave's like a, a doom master. So I'm not, man. There is just are. some of the people. No, some of the people that I have seen online playing like Doom Eternal on Ultra Nightmare. Okay. I I can't, I can't even that. touch what the. <laughs> like I'm pretty good. I'm nowhere near as good as a lot. Well, of the these new guys. Doom game, like Doom Eternal and Doom with it with a Doom Four, or what was the one right before that? It was just Doom. Uh, or yeah, okay. Doom 2016. If you need Those to are, refer to it as uh, 2016, there you go. Those games are. They're they're like what Metal Hellsinger is. They're they're rhythm based shooters. You have to have uh, something going. You can't just run and gun the whole game, or you're gonna you're gonna die right away. You have to you know shoot shoot and then like you know like hit them so they they give you the power ups and the the energy. It's I really like those games. They're difficult, it's, but they're so much fun. Uh, the way that I, I I read a review before 2016 came out when I, w- I was trying to figure out if I was going to enjoy it or not, and the reviewer ha- had been actually been watching somebody at Bethesda playing it, and they were trying to describe what they were seeing, and they were like, it is this crazy fast-paced combat that's constant weapons shifting, um, like on a dot, just shift switching weapons constantly, adapting constantly never stopping moving they said that it's like really elaborate combat puzzles and that's really what it is is Mm -hmm. that yeah you're it's not exactly a rhythm game in that like you don't have to you're not timed but but you have to have a natural rhythm there's a dance to it yeah you do have to have a natural rhythm for it yeah that's true um i'm excited for metal hell singer there's also a another new shooter game that is out now that uh, the Doom community is really excited Pro- about Proteus. Proteus, yeah. I've downloaded um, that because it's on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, but uh, I, I I gotta figure out. I wonder you have a you have a good PC, right? Yeah, you bought one recently. Uh, do you have do you have Game Pass now? No. Hmm. We'll talk later. Maybe I wonder how that okay. works. Uh, because I I have Metal Hellsinger through Game Pass, you know. And apparently there was like this article where you could, it's very time consuming and, and you have to know some things how to do it, but they put this article and video out how to actually make custom levels for Metal Hellsinger. I'm like, okay. I yeah. Try that's that. a, it, it seems like from the start they are uh, anticipating community yeah. involvement in it. Um, I think that's really is, cool. It's yeah, it's great. I, 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 I yeah, I'm, if it ever comes out like on a physical version, I definitely want to buy it and support those guys because I, I the game is great. I'm not great at it, 
but I you still I still have a lot of fun playing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I put so what's I tried, the game. It's it's another <laughs> like crazy first person shooter. Yeah, yeah first person shooter, um, but the it it is it's kind of retro graphics. Like um, the the I don't know the, about it's, if I agree on it's that. kind of weird. Uh, from like I haven't played it yet, but it's more like the, Doom twenty sixteen graphical <laughs> style. It's not as good as like the newer stuff, but I mean it's still really good looking. I I wouldn't call it retro or anything, but it's it, not like pixelated and stuff. No, like, not at all. Not sprite. No, not at okay. all. Um, That's what I thought I had seen. No. Um, but the game is, it is a rhythm game, George. It's, you have to, but it's a heavy metal based rhythm game. Like my guitar hero. Oh, wait, which one are you talking about? Metal Hellsinger. Oh, I thought we were still talking about Proteus. Oh, you're talking about Proteus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, Metal Hellsinger is, is, is like Doom Eternal, but as a rhythm game. Right. It's really cool. It's a, it can be very difficult. Um, you have to sort of like reset your mind on how you play a game like that. But the music is really cool. Like the first, the first level has that song with uh, uh, Michael Stane. It's mm-hmm. so cool. That's one of my favorite songs on there. It's so great. Um, but it's cool. It's a really fun game. You check it out, man. I, I know uh, Dave will kick his ass once he gets into it. <laughs> yeah it and proteus are next up on my to get list i should download that on my xbox on my pc i downloaded it on this my xbox <clears throat> but they're much better on my pc now you know what i mean it's weird all right uh i know we've all been watching stuff what what have we been watching i know it's a uh, spooky time all that spooky halloween spooky stuff. season spooky season and i'm sure you guys have watched way more horror movies than i have but I think there's one on our list we've all seen. Hocus Pocus. Uh, well, that too. I think there's a few. I was going to say, I was going to talk about Hellraiser first. Oh, I was going to talk about Hocus Pocus. Oh, you want to talk about Hocus Pocus first? No, I was joking. I don't care. <laughs> Which one's scarier? Hocus Pocus is definitely scarier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Um. So before yesterday, I had never seen Hocus Pocus, any of them. As okay. of as of today, I've seen both. Yeah. Um, so now you're just like a I'm fanatic, an fanatic fan of Hocus Pocus. Mm, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, this this movie has gotten such a here. Here's a, here. It's got such a, like a, a fanatical fan base somehow, like this cult classic thing. And I wonder how much of that has to do with Disney pushing it that way. Like, let's, let's give the people what they want. And that sort of bit made it even bigger. Like they started doing all this merch and they started bringing them into the parks and to the Halloween events and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know because that just so happened like movie, recently, though. Yes, that happened the movie within, has like, the had last a couple of years, right? I, I know, but a dedicated following. Uh, but prior to that, okay. I I wonder if that sort of pushed it in this into this new stratosphere. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I think it did. It's kind of like why after decades, uh, they suddenly are finally selling haunted mansion merch. At right. The no, I recently like, watched a like a like uh, was it yesteryear because <laughs> of money channel. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they were talking about about how Hocus Pocus is the reason why they killed the original iteration of the Haunted Mansion movie because of how poorly Honk- Hocus Pocus did in theaters. Mm. Wow. So take take that as you will. So here's my opinion on on the first movie. I think it was fine. It, it's definitely. Um, you can definitely tell it was more kid based. Uh, it was aimed for younger audiences. Um, it it was it was fun. I mean, it wasn't like a really. It's, it's a great kid movie. movie. It's a kid movie it that talks about boobs. So and killing and eating. And they children. lean into that. They, they lean children, into yeah, the absolutely. virgin joke a lot through the they whole. They do. Movie. Yeah, they sh- like virgin shame everybody in that movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's a virgin. Only virgins can light the black candle. I'm like, oh shit. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, even the second movie had, there was a lot of virgin jokes in it or two. I'm like, I okay. think there's only one. I think they only mention it once or twice. Is it some kid in the, yeah. was it the second one? Like some kids like, what's a virgin? And they're like, oh, that was oh. in the first, uh, second movie. Yeah. Second movie. Ass. Yeah. 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 And so they, watched- they kind of just like tippy toe I- around it. And I feel like that that was I feel like that was sort of a self-referential joke. That, yeah. Cuz the answer was like, "Oh, uh didn't he tell him to like ask his parents or something like no, that?" No, he and said like, something. No, he says not- a virgin is a person who's not a virgin. <laughs> you know, he said a virgin is somebody who has not lit a candle yet. Oh yeah, oh, not that's lit right. A candle. That's right. That's what it is. I remember Which, he gave, I couldn't remember what it was. I said that's he gave a, that's a kind of dismissive a, answer and that's I, a definitely I felt like that Definitely I just felt euphemism. like it was a joke about them. Uh, yeah. I felt like that joke was there so that they could make fun of that in the first movie because yep. God did they lean into that joke in the first movie. And they leaned into <laughs> the like nineties was a rough time, a man. It was like ninety three, right? Ninety yeah, yeah ninety three or ninety two. Yeah. The same year this movie came out the same year I graduated high school. It came out the same year uh, as Nightmare for Christmas did. Yeah, it so. did. I saw Nightmare Before Christmas in the theater. It did not see this one. It, it was weird when I was watching it. I were I remembered elements and 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 scenes from it. So maybe I've never sat down to watch it previously. But it's got to it had to been on somewhere previously in my life where well, it was on probably a, saw it was it on pretty, TV every Halloween season. Maybe it was it was on somewhere. Years. Also, Carrie, I imagine you had a lot of the the classic Disney VHS. In the in the poofy boxes, oh yeah, like you had. There oh, yeah. were previews. There were before the movies. There were some of those that had previews for Hocus Pocus sure. on it, and so that may be also where you're remembering some. Of yeah, stuff maybe because I had like, Hocus uh, Pocus on VHS. It didn't come in a nice clamshell. No, that one probably didn't. No. It, came in, it came in a it came in a uh, cardboard box. Those those Disney clamshells were the shit. They sure were, man. Everybody's like, "Oh, we're gonna buy all these, and they're gonna be worth a lot of money because they put stuff in the vault." And then I still have mine. <laughs> I, I have some of mine too. I got rid of some of them, but not all of them. But now, like the Disney vault, don't mean don't mean shit because it's all on Disney Plus. You know, not all of it, but some a of lot it. of it is. So as a as a as a freshly no longer a hocus pocus virgin <laughs> since you, you lost since you lost your since you just recently lost your hocus pocus virginity yes what's your opinion overall as it, good like they're they're good they're not great they're fun i mean i can see why you know an 8 year old kid would love these or they're they were fun they look cool they're you know it's like some of the 
Mm-hmm. Just it's, it felt like a, a Disney movie catered to a younger audience, which is nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. I think everybody in this in the in the movie was good. I mean, I didn't realize that Sawyer Birch was in was the little girl in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh wow, okay. Um, Doug Jones is great. Is what with Billy, the 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 zombie guy. Yeah, the yeah. boyfriend Butcherson, something like that. Yeah, Butcherson. Billy Butcherson. Um, I mean. Everybody was over the top and in chewing scenery, but in a good way. Yeah, that was what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, exactly. Like I saw an interview with Beth Miller where uh, afterwards, and she was like, "Yeah, the I I read the script and it was fun, and then I got to uh, be crazy and and really go over the top." And I was like, "Hell yeah, I'll do it." She says it's a it's still her favorite role to date. Really? Is that right? Yeah, that's surprising to me actually. But yeah, I think that uh, like the movies, all all of the charm in the movies is in the witches and yep. the and you know the the those support characters like Billy Butcherson, the other like supernatural elements and stuff like that. Yes, like the kids. I can see why people like Billy Butcherson. Like, yeah, the kids in the first movie I find almost unbearable. I like. Yeah. Oh I really? Like why? They're, oh my god! They they annoy the shit out of me. Oh, um, just I just um, I, I just chalk it up to them being like, oh, they're very trapped in this '90s era. Maybe that's all it is, and it's just it just bugs me. But the color palette in the show in the movie too was it's very, um, like almost like even the new one was sort of horror esque. It was a little bit darker. Um, but you know, like I, I, I really, I did like it. It's just not, I'm, am I going to go back and watch it every year? I <laughs> so it's not going to be in your Halloween repertoire is what you're saying. I don't know. It's in ours. We watch yeah, it. I, we watch it every Halloween every year. So yeah. I've, I've been watching it every Halloween since I was a kid. So what about Hocus Pocus too? What did y'all guys think of that? I felt did like it? it was on par with like, like, I felt like it was good for the same reasons the first one was good and mm-hmm. bad for the same reasons the first one was bad. I don't disagree with that. I, I think if you're watching Hocus Pocus 2, it doesn't stand on its own, but it's a movie def- definitely definitely catered for viewers and fans from the first movie. I, I'm glad I went and watched the first one before I watched part two because I was I mean, oh should I just I'll just go ahead and watch part two. I'm like, no, 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 I'll just I'll do it the right way. They're, basically what how I feel about it is they went like, Oh, you remember all the shit that really worked in the first movie? We're gonna give you two times that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> some of the, some of the scenes in Walgreens are pretty funny. Yeah, the Walgreens <laughs> scenes is really funny. I really like the scene uh God, when they're when they're in the the guy from Arrested Development's house who plays the mayor, Tony Hill. Yeah, I, I really like this. Like as a whole, I don't think it's great. Uh, I don't think it's as good as the original. No, but that just could be uh, the fanboy in me, I guess, or and not. The, I, I don't know. I didn't like the shot, the whole scene of where like they they make the whole town, all the townspeople like do that weird dance. Oh, but like, that happened in the. It first was a callback to the first one, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, they went a lot, um, a little bit too much on this one, though. Um, I just kind of find the main characters in this new movie were like super paper thin in comparison to the first one. To uh, the three girls? Yeah. I didn't find them super interesting and I didn't really find their well, stories I mean, they super don't, interesting. They don't really have to do a lot of character development because they're not the... They're just a catalyst for, for things to happen, you know? Right. That's it's correct. Kinda, it's they're only... Like, 
This, They're they, only they there out to of make the way. witches do things. Yeah, yes. they, they went out of their way this time around to make the witches kind of like, the bad, but you like them because they're bad. Yeah, they mm-hmm. weren't that bad in this movie, in the sequel. No, in the first one, they're very... I, I mean, it's hard to say they were scary, but they were definitely more scarier than they yeah. are in the second movie. They, may, they they humanized them a little bit more in this one, I think. Hey, yeah. maybe them dying a couple of times, it it, you know... <laughs> take some of the fire out of you they, a little bit. Wait, wait, they didn't they didn't humanize them. They witcher witcherized them. They witcherized <laughs> them. And I I do not. Okay, so Cassidy Jimmy, which she she was was it just me or was uh, her her mouse on the other side in the first movie? Yes. Why why was that? Did they explain that? She's old and she was it hurt to do it the other way. Is what she said in an interview. Oh. Okay. She says, I, I'm old, and it hurts to do my mouth that way, so I did it the other way. Okay. Yeah. That's that's perfectly fine. <laughs> there's, um, no, there's no big story to it or anything, or they didn't forget. She says it just it, it hurt her mouth to do it that way. Do y'all hear that? No. The it- AC unit just, like, kicked up, like, to a million degrees or something. I don't know. It's, like, it's loud. the Sanderson sisters coming for you. They're, they might be here. Um, Carrie yeah, with the black flame. <laughs> I did not, did not light any candles tonight. <laughs> you did um, when you finished watching Hocus Pocus, is what it was. Apologize if that's going to uh, be annoying to you guys in the background. Um, yeah, what? Because uh, she was, she's from King of the Hill, right? Catherine, yeah, she, she, she plays Peggy. Hill, Peg, yeah, yeah, Peggy. And then uh, the other person, I can't think of her name because always Sarah Silverman. Sarah Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Thank you. Okay. God damn it. So I always get her I, name wrong. I do not like Sarah Jessica Parker. I think she's a, not a good actress. I just find her annoying, but I did she's not. She's good mind, in this movie. I did not mind her in this movies, in these movies for some reason. The first like, one, oh. she's definitely more entertaining, but yeah, they gave her more to do in the first one for sure. But, uh, she, I thought that out. was funny though, that like they made a joke in the second one where she was like, uh, it was my only job to go and like lure the children in. <laughs> <laughs> and now That's I can't my, do that anymore. Now I can't do that. It was my only job. Right. <laughs> I know. There was, a, there was a couple of good jokes in the second one. I think they did a decent job of at least making it funnier for fans who liked the first one. So let's talk about that Hellraiser then. <laughs> that Hell to the Razor. I just like, watched I just it. Uh, got done watching it a few hours ago. Oh, did you? Oh man, so you're like super yeah. fresh from the movie. I watched it on Sunday afternoon. Um, like we were talking about earlier, that Motorhead song gets stuck in my head every time I fucking hear <laughs> Hellraiser. I'm like, damn it. Um, if you haven't heard Hellraiser by Motorhead, better than the Aussie version, better yes, than the Aussie and Lemmy version. But yes, it is. Um, I think it's one of Lemmy's best written songs. It's one of my favorites. But, but does even, it give you pleasure? Yes, it does yeah. give me pleasure. Wait a minute, who's gonna? I, I got a question for you guys before we move on. Okay. Who would win in a fight, Lemmy or God? Uh, Everyone knows this is a trick question, right? Exactly. The you know, George is Pinhead. It's Pinhead. No, it's Lemmy. It's a trick question because Lemmy is God. But bump, that was from Airheads. It was from Airheads. Yes, exactly was. right. Um, so I'm gonna. I'll be the first to admit. I've I've only seen the first Hellraiser movie a long time ago. I never saw any of the sequels. 
Uh, Whatever, okay. however many there I were. Think, I think you're fine on missing. There's a million sequels. of them. I would say. <laughs> That's what I So I haven't seen all of the sequels. Uh, I've seen the first like three or four of the movies, and then I saw one of the like much later ones, and it was really fucking bad. I don't remember. Which oh, really? One it was anymore? With they, the they have in a space. Uh, no, but it was uh, probably similarly terrible. Um, they, they have, they have that reputation, like a lot of horror movies from that time, like as the series goes on and you get into seven, eight, nine iterations of it, it's just complete diminishing returns (laughs) very much. So, but I would say, um, I say at least the first two are worthwhile. Um, maybe the first three, I, I, I'll, for me personally, I'll say the first two, um, Okay. They, I the feel like they one do. Is when they're in a hospital, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. The second I've seen one the establishes most. the second one establishes more of the lore. A lot of the the lore around the Cenobites and the puzzle box and stuff actually comes from the second movie more so than the first one. Yeah, the first movie is really? really like a uh, marriage story. Like the dude made a deal with Pinhead, and he like tortures his ex wife or something like that. She, it's like like the first Halloween movie to... is not really a horror movie per se. Some of the some of the elements of you when you think of like <laughs> Fire the Thirteenth or Halloween, they don't really come into like some of the sequels. You know what I mean? Well, I get like yeah. if you're making the comparison with Friday the Thirteenth, like how you don't Jason's not really the killer. Yeah, it's his mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. Whoa, spoiler, dude. Uh, trust me, no, everyone knows by now. Now you're gonna say you, next thing you say that in, in Jaws it was a shark that killed people. It wasn't Jaws. It was people all along. Oh, it was the environment. People fucking up the environment. That, that's exactly that's the what social it is. commentary we're supposed to take away from that. Um. So, so you said you this is you haven't seen much. You seen right. this this one? I did. Okay, and I I liked it. Um, it was a little oh, yeah? slow. Um, I I thought the cinematography in parts were really good. Um, it wasn't as gory as I thought it was going to be. I like horror movies, but I can't. Sometimes the gore is too much for me. When gotcha. it's just when it's just gratuitous, I'm just like, all right. But um, so I was I was halfway through the movie, yeah, and I went and I thought this is a lot less gruesome than I was expecting yeah. it to be. And then it, it, uh, then like right after that, I was like, oh, there it is. Like you wait until like the last 20 minutes to make that statement. Is that what it was? No, it was like, it was halfway through when they, they finally actually start showing some stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Cause that happens about the halfway point in the movie is when you actually start seeing things happen to people. Um, and yeah, it was, uh, even so it was not more gruesome than I was expecting. Um, it was Hellraiser movie levels of gruesome. Like, yeah. I feel like they got it right. Uh, it, like, there is, you know, there's body torture and, you know, flesh ripping and, you know, horrible stuff happens, but it's not really egregious. It's not. Yeah. Um, uh, it's kept in tone of the old movies. Um, it's not particularly stomach turning unless you're particularly, uh, sensitive to things like that. I think um, it's a uh, hellraiser for general audiences. Okay. That's, I, that's, that's what I, I, I see this new one is it's specifically catered to 
new horror fans and general audiences to enjoy. Like me. How is that? How is that different than you think? Like, how does that differentiated from the, the older ones to you? I think the older ones are on a way different level. Like Clive Barker is just a very specific type of storyteller that if you're not on his level, it's just not going to click with you. Um, That's not to say that they're good or bad because I'm probably in the camp where these movies are not really for me, but I've seen enough of them to like say, Oh yeah, these are decent movies. They're just not made for me. So especially, especially the new one. You didn't like it? Uh, like it is such a strong word. It, it's just, uh, I think it's well made. I think there's some really cool practical effects. Yeah. I think there's some good parts. I think as a narrative, it was kind of flimsy and uh, meh for me. Like, they didn't really have a lot to do other than, like, a uh, girl complaining about her addiction and her brother missing. And Sure. So and I, I felt agree like with that. I, I felt like their wheels were spinning too much to get to where the movie was going, and it felt like they stretched out way too much. I kind of agree with that. Um, maybe it was paced a little bit slowly. Um, I guess I didn't really think that at the time. I was just kind of going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I it did I, like the it was thin on plot, but mm-hmm. I kind of felt like that was consistent too because I <laughs> yeah. like. Or the old uh, ones like that too. The, yeah, the second like, one Hellraiser not so one much. And, at least not my my memory. I remember the second one being really like heady and odd. It is, but uh, it's maybe a little bit more odd than this one is because they they do more in the like the uh, hell the realm, right? Hell world. Yeah. yeah, they do more in there. I was expecting to see movie. more of that in this film, but they there's just glimpses of it. That's for the which sequel. is. Which is well, yeah. <laughs> actually fairly standard. Like that's actually how it's usually depicted: is that mm. you only see little bits and pieces of it. That it's, uh, or that you, or you get the the big panoramic shots. But the the point yeah. more being that it's this. They keep it other. They keep the hell world other, so that you never really understand what it is. It's like a, uh, it was like I a think, Mortal Kombat. I think that's video the right game. move. I think that's. I think that's how you should do it. Yeah, this uh, movie was like a Mortal Kombat video game. Nothing <clears> more gory than that. Um, I guess. What did yeah. you guys? What did you guys think of Pinhead O'Connor? Who the hell is that? Pinhead. Oh, I thought the that was a real pinhead. name for a second. <laughs> no, I, uh, I thought she was fine. Yeah, um, I, I thought the design she, of her was cool. I liked the yeah. lock and shit in her neck was pretty. Yeah, neat. I, yeah, I thought the Cenobite designs in this were all pretty cool. There's a couple um, that were a little weird and awkward, but I don't remember. They're wh- they are now. weird and awkward. Though. Well, yeah, I mean like, they're all awkward and weird. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really cool how you see how one is created for the first time. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen that in the Hellraiser. No, movie. they sh- no they showed that in uh, uh, the second one. You actually Did really? see. I don't remember see, that. You see Pinhead become Pinhead. You see him as a man, uh, and he unlocks the box. And it, it's not—it's done in kind of a uh, like a really quick edit kind of montage. But you mm. see him transform from human into Pinhead in the second movie. Yeah, it's—it's it's been a long time since I've seen the second one. Those pins are really deep in her too, because like at yes. one point when she pulled that out, I'm like, oh shit, that's much deeper than I yeah I thought it was. <laughs> So uh, back to what I was saying, I, I think the movie was perfectly fine. Um, if 
people will love it. That's amazing. That's great. I'm glad you love it. It's not for me. It's, uh, I don't know. It kind of leans a little too hard on the, uh, the fetishizing of the, uh, the whole S and M side of it all for me, I guess. What? Yeah. That, this, I, mean, I felt like this one did less than the other ones. Yeah. I felt like that too. Maybe that's just me coming in with baggage with all the previous Hellraiser movies, which is because like possible. there was George there was doesn't want that in his no, horror. He wants it in his porn. Well, I'm not a fan of that kind of stuff. So that's probably why I stopped watching after the third one. I was like, yeah, you know, I think I'm done. There's uh I mean, there was like, uh, there was like a, a BDSM dungeon in the movie, but yeah. none of nothing ever happens there. None of it ever happened. But like none of the Cenobites were leather clad in this one. They weren't wearing <laughs> like the bondage gear like they were in the old ones. Yeah, I felt like they I felt like they dialed down the BDSM. Uh, it's very I- much what this this, like the iconography is supposed to represent in like Hellraiser as no, well. At least it is. Opinion. No, you're. You're absolutely right because it and uh, that was intentional from the beginning that they're they represent uh, they're not they're not just like inherently evil they're like they're super there for extre- pleasure they're but <laughs> they're they're super extreme uh, sadomasochists yes. is really what it is it's they that they're into the extremes of experience they're and, tricksters uh, no Pinhead's they're not a trickster. tricksters Tri- they, yeah, he's, that guy wanted to feel what they feel, and so he got what he got, and he didn't like it. Well, I mean, would you like it? Well, it's not for me, per se. I probably wouldn't have killed so many people to figure that out in the first place. <laughs> there you go. Um, overall score, what would you give it? How many Georges out of out of five? Uh, I gave it a two and a half. Oh. All right. Dave, how many Georges out of five? <laughs> uh, I was I was thinking of it a little bit differently, but I I was thinking it was like a B, yeah, movie. I'd, like it I'd wasn't B plus. It was fine. I, I I enjoyed it. I felt like it was a uh, a good Hellraiser movie. It was well, probably one of the better Hellraiser movies. Um, none of them are like. Good, amazing cinema yeah, nothing is really now great. and i say that is like i like them a lot i like the first couple of movies quite a bit i like the whole the world that they make and the all of that i think i i think it's really interesting i enjoy it but like they're not great movies mm-hmm. uh and so this one felt like that so i was happy with it i think, I think what ahead. i always thought about hellraiser is that it has this interesting world that just can't really be portrayed very well in cinema and anytime I, this, I feel anytime they did a good job of it though. Yeah. But it's like, it's you get glimpses of an interesting world with like a nothing burger story. And that's the, I think that's probably my biggest gripe about it. Like I don't care about any of the characters. I really wish the girl died at the end. And, uh, I just, just didn't really love any of the characters or find them super compelling or the, I like, plot. I like the girl. She was, she was nice. I didn't find anybody super compelling or interesting. Um, I I will go back to your comment you made a little bit earlier, George, and let's move on. Um, I do sort of agree with this is made for more of a uh, a general audience horror fan, um, a casual horror fan, not like a hardcore. I watch every single horror movie sure. fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I do agree with that because uh, that's me. I don't watch a lot of horror movies, but I did enjoy this. So 
That's it. There you go. That's uh, Hellraiser 2 in the tank. Did it make you smile? Spooky season. George, did it make you smile? it did not make me smile. Did did the movie Smile make you smile? God, no. Oh. I I wish I didn't see that movie. (laughs) Was it bad, really? Well, God, say it's bad is just rude. Like, I don't think it was bad. It's just, I think it goes a lot. That's never stopped you before, dude. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> I, I just don't think uh, again I think it's the same issue that I had with Hellraiser I don't think that this is the kind of movie that's for me I don't know um, what it's about and I, I and I know they're like oh it's a big I don't want to be spoiled by it either so I mean I'm pretty sure the trailer does a good job of explaining what it's about it's like this scary evil entity that takes over people uh, once you see uh, the smile on them they, it's like uh, it chases you until you can't be chased anymore. It's like the ring meets it follows. I was, I was gonna, gonna say, say this follows. sounds a lot like it follows. It's I exactly that like that. It's like the ring and it follows like smushed together. Gotcha. And then and it's like uh it's a good thing we had trauma to get us through this trauma about our trauma all along the trauma ways. That's pretty much what the movie was said the whole entire time. So and it, tra- was like, it was in Traumaville. Trauma and jump scares and some really cool practical effects from time to time, but I don't know. It wasn't for me. Uh, uh, the I, only I, thing I, I knew about it was uh, the only thing I knew about it was that as a promotional stunt, they sent people to baseball games and yes. put them in places that they right. knew they would be filmed and had them do the smile like through the entire game. Like I, I, I actually like it follows and I know Dave doesn't. Um, I do not. Yeah, but I think It Follows is way better in comparison to this movie. Uh, I do think there's a really good concept in Smile. I just feel like they had like a glimpse of an idea and an underbaked story, uh, and that's it. So it's then, not the uh, the how the, how it became the Joker. No, damn it. Although there's some you know pretty gruesome death scene in there, and this really cool like okay. practical monster at the end. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Would you recommend to watch it, wait for it to stream? Uh, I mean, I have a season pass in my movie theater, so it didn't cost me anything. Uh, except for my time. <laughs> and effort. <laughs> and effort for going to the theaters. But I don't know. I wish I would have waited for it to come on Netflix or something. It's definitely like, if it was a Netflix original, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? What else have you seen? Because we're going to get into a, a Marvel uh, so, horror-based show soon. I don't think... Uh, this came out, I think, right after our last recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we talked about it yet. The Munsters. Any, who else watched The we Munsters? Did. The Rob we did. Rob Zombie movie. We did start to talk about it, but you hadn't seen it yet, so we... I hadn't seen it in. yet. That was the right. problem. I had, so I, I have watched it now. So Okay, let me uh, get your opinion. Um, it was a lot better than I expected it to be. Uh, I was, I was expecting exactly nothing good Uh from this movie at all. And I actually ended up enjoying watching it. No, no, I think, Uh, you know, Dave, I did think we talked about it because you watched it with your family, right? Yeah, man, I couldn't remember if we We did. We we did. Because we both had the same, we both have the same feeling. It's not great, but uh he made the movie he wanted to make which was a loving tribute 
to the no, that's the right. Okay, I remember I our mean, conversation now. But yeah, I think if you if you expect anything out of this movie except for what you got out of the 1960s TV yep. show, you're in for disappointment. It's it's the humor and like the everything is no more or less. <laughs> It's very than, 60s than what you got in the 60s. Because we we had Chris uh, uh, from that metal podcast when we yeah. talked about it, and he's a big monkeys fan like me. And there is an element of this of this show where they where they sped up some of the stuff when people are running away and just elements that was very from that era. There was I, I was like okay that was something they did in the monkeys TV show. That's something mm-hmm. they did in the monsters TV show. You know, so I mean in in that aspect. He nailed that, you know, <laughs> but, um, it, it's no, it's no better and no worse than the old show. Uh, yeah, that's, that's really all it is. Don't expect anything else from it. And I think you'll be fine. Uh, it's not a horror movie because <laughs> it's, Rob not Zombies, it's, it's not a horror movie. People are expecting, I mean, not everybody, but like people like Rob Zombie attached to it. It's going to be, it's a horror. No, it's, it's not. Um, it's I a don't horror show to watch. It's what it is. I did so since we already talked about that. I did. I did finally watch Three from Hell. Um, yeah. Last week. Um, That's the sequel, the third one in the trilogy, right? I yeah. haven't seen that one yet. I do. Oh yeah. Uh, it took. I I love the Devil's Rejects. I think it's I do a too. I think it's still Rob yeah. Zombie's best movie ever. I like I do, a House yeah. of a Thousand Corpses too. So. Oh, that one's I, good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but I like it's fun in a way that's all its own. Uh, it's I don't think it's a great movie, but it's a hell of a lot of fun. It's a it's a great horror experience, if not a great f- film. But I think The Devil's Rejects is actually a good movie with a good story. Yes, yeah. um, so, uh, but I had never seen the third one. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> it feels it feels like uh, two short films put together because yeah, like the second half of the movie has like nothing to do with the first half of the movie at all. That's um, weird. it is, it's, it was very weird. Um, and it's a serial it, killer it, movie, it, you know? Yeah. But like they, Just, there was a story going on and then they changed the story entirely. <laughs> I, I've been uh, about a year since I've seen it too. Um, like it made sense how they ended up in the second place, but it's like, okay, now we've abandoned that storyline and now we're going to like went to Mexico or something like that. Yeah. They had to flee to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was like, if you like the firefly family and that stuff, it's worth a watch. It's, it's more of that. Uh, I think it's worth watching for Bill Mosley alone. Uh, Bill Mosley as Otis. I, he, to me, like, I think that is a, just one of the best uh, horror movie performances out there because he is this absolute monster of a human being, but he's funny and charming all the way through while right, he does it say, in like a really, in like a really way. fucked up way. You yeah. like him though. You're like, oh, he I, I would sells ha- the character. He's I would hang God, out with that guy, but even though I know he would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's it's dumb. It's uh, uh, it's violent and over the top, and oh, yeah. uh, nothing really nothing really happens in it. Um, it's just the fireflies being the fireflies. Yep. So it sounds like another Rob Zombie movie. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. Basically, you've never seen it, George. <laughs> uh, I've seen Devil's Rejects, but not uh, the sequel. I, I mean, thing, I guess the thing that was the biggest disappointment about it to me is that uh, Sid Haig died. 
during yes. the filming of that one. Right. And Did he really? So I he, didn't know that. Yeah, and so he's not in it much. He was um, in the very, very beginning like, of it. He's, yeah. yeah, he's just in the very beginning of the movie. Uh, the movie's been out for a couple of years, so I'm not going to worry too much about spoilers here. But he no, ends up good. He, he ends up being executed. Oh, um, nice. That's how they they write him out. So. Uh, so he, that's actually what drives the rest of the movie is he gets executed by the state, which then drives uh, this escape attempt yep. for the other for the other ones. That's how they handled so, the the dad leaving on the Goldbergs too. They didn't. <laughs> that's not what they did. Do you have you guys ever watched that show? I did. No, you know the whole situation the with the dad. You know the the actor. He was like sexual harassment and all this kind of stuff. They. So last season of the show, he was in it, but they used like archival footage and weird, weird stand-ins and stuff. But this year, this season, they finally, the very first, like two minutes of the very first episode of like, it was a weird summer. We had to mourn our dad dying. And I was like, oh, that was wow. it. I'm like, wow. oh. A death off screen. <laughs> De- a death off screen. That's what they did. I'm like, okay. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> nice. Do you want to talk about uh, Barbarian at all, George? Yes, I do. I because I I hear a lot about this, and I have no idea what this is about. I, I know it has Justin Long less, in it. The less you know about this movie, the better. So I'm going to try to keep this as general as possible. This is from the director. Uh, he's one of the actors from the uh, improv comedy troupe, The Whitest Kids. You know? Okay. Uh, it's a Canadian uh, yes, comedy yeah, right. true. I'm, it was on HBO or Showtime or one of those, right? I, I saw it on YouTube in okay. college. That's how I watched it. So I don't know how else it was really shown around the globe. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but anyway, one of the guys from there uh, made a comedy movie, and then uh, he decided, I'm going to make a horror movie. And he did. And I think this is probably the most interesting and it's a truly disgusting, scary movie shit I've ever seen in a long time. Uh, I've never had this much fun watching a horror movie since uh, maybe since Hereditary and Hereditary felt like filled me with a lot of dread. And uh, this movie like filled me with a lot of like, holy shit, I have no idea what's about to happen moments. Really? Um, Justin Long is in it. I think he he's in the trailer. Yep. Um, I saw a clip when he was on a one of the talk shows, and they showed a clip from it of him yeah. in a hallway or something. He sort of. And uh, his he doesn't character, turn, does he turn into a walrus at the end of the movie? He does turn into a walrus. Damn, I I knew it. Yeah, that that was the dread part I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's great. I think the less you know about it, the better. Do be prepared to uh, have your expectations uh, subverted a little bit. Lowered or subverted? Subverted. Like, I don't think it's what people are expecting based off the trailer. trailer, Is there any barbarians in the movie? I don't want to ruin it for you. All right. Um, I I do think it's, it's, uh, it, after me and my wife, Catherine, watched it, me and her, we had like a two, three hour conversation about the themes and what the movie was trying to say, what it really means. Hmm. And what does it mean about what does that say about society today and so on and so forth. And I thought it was a very thought provoking film. And uh, 
really interesting. And then I'm really excited about it because it's coming out on HBO Max in like uh, two weeks. Right. You said on like the 20, it's like on the 25th or something like that. Yeah, that's what uh, Justin posted on. Yeah, uh, on I'm gonna. Facebook. I'm definitely gonna watch it when it comes out. Yeah, I had no idea it was coming out that early. I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna watch it. Catherine doesn't want to watch it again, but no. I want to see it again. I'll watch it, and Let's do, uh, we can do a watch party. Yeah, we should. Uh, I'm really curious to see what you guys think about it. I think it's. Um, it may not end up being people's favorite horror movie of all time, but it's definitely gonna be a nice, thought-provoking horror film. Cool. Um, Dave, I see you, you have a couple other movies on your list. Halloween kills. I finally watched Halloween kills. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the, that's the second one, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So terrible. It was fine. It was, (laughs) yeah, I thought it was fine too. (laughs) It's not more, it's not more than that. Uh, that's it. That's the, that's all it is. It was fine. Um, because of that is the reason why I'm not going to theaters to see this the new one. The new one comes out on HBO this weekend, right? Peacock. 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 All right. Peacock's I definitely want to watch it, man. I guess so. It's where I, it's I, at if you want to get to horror and stuff. I I did not uh, despise it as much as George did. Um, like it feels weird. Like I'm not entirely sure why this movie needed to be made as a whole. Um, <laughs> That's how I that, felt the whole entire time. Like, what is the point of this fucking movie other than to get me to part three? And I, I guess that's what it feels like is it's a, it's a route to a third yeah. movie, but it was a fun enough ride. Um, I thought so. It was okay. Uh, not, Anthony not Michael Hall was great in not, it. Sort of. I mean, sort of. All, I mean, <laughs> all, all he does is yell as evil dies tonight for like a bajillion times. That That's was a, a little weird. Is that a ban? Is that a ban yet? It should be if it's not. And they should just do like movie uh, songs based on John Carpenter movies. <laughs> did you see the article? That's I shared? actually a good idea. I like that idea. Did you? <laughs> did you see the article? All I right, shared? let's do it, Dave. I, I'm down. I, I've been looking for to play some drums. I shared an article in the Metal Geek Society today about it was an interview with John Carpenter about his favorite video games. Pretty interesting read. Well, this guy just shared it, but I hadn't read it yet. Dude's a hardcore gamer. I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> well, he does nothing but like make music and sit they, around at the, home all day. The guy asked him, yeah, basically, the guy was like, "Have you ever, uh, you know, have you ever wanted to, uh, you know, do music for a video game?" He's like, "Nobody's ever asked me." I'm what? like, "Come on, developers." Get fucking John Carpenter to do the music for your game. Seriously. To be fair, no they probably ever. all they all probably thought that eh, he's not interested. He's not going to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what now that article comes thought. out, he's going to be everywhere. Yep. I'm surprised no one's ever asked him because, like, yeah, his music is like ready made for creepy video games. Absolutely. I, I listen I, to his music all the time. I just googled uh, "Evil Dies Tonight" band. There is no band. There we all go. All right. It's already Pop in the making, guys. Let's go. Copyright that shit. <laughs> so the 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 last movie that I had on my list, I'm not going to say much about it. Uh, it's an old one. It's from like 10, 12 years ago, something like that. Uh, I started it once and then uh, gave up on it and then went back and tried it again. It's a movie called uh, Grave Encounters, which is a it's a it's a bad horror movie, but it's a fun bad horror movie. Um, but it's a so. <laughs> It's a fun, bad horror movie for me. It probably isn't for everybody, but uh, one of my 
I guess guilty pleasures, if you want to say. I know that we don't we don't like that term here, but uh, I love ghost hunting shows on TV. I, do you really? I do. I love. How do I not I, know this like, about you? I, I do. That. You <laughs> mentioned that before. Um, <laughs> like I think they're dumb as hell. Um, I I don't I don't believe that anything that they're doing is catching ghosts or anything like that. Uh, but I find I like to watch. I, I like the, the idea is fascinating to me. Um, but I, I'm way too much of a skeptic. I would like to go, I would go ghost hunting, but I'm, I would go as an absolute skeptic and, uh, be like, okay, let's do this. Cause I, I like being creeped out. I like going to creepy places. <laughs> um, I like playing with that stuff. Uh, but I just don't think it's real. Um, but I, yeah, I love those shows. So this is a this is a movie that is that as its premise is it's a it's a ghost hunting TV show that goes to a place and it turns in oh it turns out the place is actually for real haunted and shit goes down. It's fucking stupid, um, <laughs> and and fun. <laughs> it's a fun bad horror movie. So I feel like I've either seen a trailer or a, the poster for this somewhere. You probably have. Um, it, I, it gets some play in the horror community. Uh, I think for the reasons I describe, it's a fun nice. bad horror movie. Uh, we watched the sequel as well, and it's sp- oh, there's a sequel. Similar. This uh, the sequel is more like a doc. It, the, the sequel is a documentary about the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Was it called well, Graver it's, Encounters? It's grave. It's just Grave Encounters too. Oh, but uh, but boring. yeah, it's about it's about people. It's about the people making a documentary about the first movie. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, all right. So let's move on to uh, what we marvel. Um, has anybody else but me been watching She Hulk? I've been watching it. I'm up to date. Nope. Okay, you are up to date. Yeah, I think that Daredevil episode. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, uh, Why? I, I just didn't know how they were going to handle it. You know what I mean? Mm. I thought that was the, it's been the best episode of the season so far. I, I, re- I would, I would agree with you. I, I really like how they, uh, handled Matt Murdoch as a character and brought him back in. Charlie love- Cox, man, that dude can sweep any woman off her feet. Apparently he's not, uh, he's, he's, he's great in it. I'm glad he's back. Um, he got a lot of screen time in this episode, the walk of uh, shame was pretty damn funny. Yeah, um, it, it was just a it was just a fun episode. Uh, their fight was even great. Everything about it was really cool. I um, even think his costume looks better. The yellow and brown Netflix. one. No, like they redesigned the face mask. Oh that yeah, he wore. so he doesn't look like a, a person with Down syndrome all the time now. <laughs> well, that yeah, that guy, the character in the show, the one who does all her her clothes. You know, that whole thing was she designed his outfits too that's why he was there right um and that's why he represented him in the court stuff i'm looking forward to the the new the season finale is this week so only nine episodes i believe so i'm looking forward to it and we still don't know what the show's about (laughs) it doesn't matter that's what i like about it really Uh, i don't know man that that every time they keep showing that her twerking i'm like oh my god who is this show for twerkers I guess it was, it was so stupid. All right. So let's get into uh, werewolf by night. Werewolf by night. I, uh, I, I knew what this was sort of going into it. Um, they did a really fucking great job on this, on this. It's, it's, 
it feels like a a, a long form like um 1940s 1950s uh even like a lot of little hammer horror elements into it but uh cinematography was great the like the 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 black and white everything of everything it was just i i thought it was it really really cool the um ted man ted, thing uh, yes man thing um was great i thought Manting was phenomenal i wasn't sure how they were really what he was going to be like on screen but he was really cool he's been on the screen before not in an mcu oh you know uh, cartoons and that type of stuff but uh i really like it was he was very more uh lovecraftian in this design you know very more cthulhu i think I, I liked it. I really enjoyed this show. Um, it's cool that we got Elsa Bloodstone now in the MCU and um, the Werewolf by Night. Um, I was hoping Moon Knight was going to show up at some point or something, but Does maybe he have anything to do with uh, that. Yeah, that there those characters are very well are close together. Oh, okay. I don't I, know anything about this comic book series when I watched it. So. You don't really need to. Yeah, I know of I know of the characters, but I don't know yeah. a lot about them. What did you think of the show? Uh, well, it's just an episode, like it's a right. singular episode that they're never going to really touch again. Um, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go that far. I'm sure they'll do something with those, with it again. I don't know, uh, maybe. Um, it was fine. Like uh, those parts of it, I really enjoyed. Um, I didn't like, I wasn't over the moon about it. There were some really, really cool sequences, um, that I thought were really cool. It's cool that Michael Giacchino is getting to spread his, uh, yeah. Directorial debut a little bit his, more. His first, one of his first directing jobs. Um, he got to direct and do the, and score. do the music. Yeah. <laughs> Double talent right there. Yeah, well, he originally wanted to be a filmmaker, yep. what I understand, and it just kind of fell into music. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I saw an interview with him recently. Um, uh, I thought it was it was it was good. Like, it's cool. It's a good classic uh, take on horror. Uh, it had a like a uh, like like you said like a old school hammer feel to it. Yeah. Like maybe a, maybe like a Universal monster feel more. Than had anything. that too for sure. Yeah. No, just because it was more that very more, 40s. more polished than a, any Hammer film I've ever seen. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if you've ever watched a Hammer film, but Hammer I films have. are yeah, they're pretty uh, low rent and uh, <laughs> dodgy. They're a whole thing in their own right. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're an aesthetic all on their own. Yeah, um, they are. I did I did like some of the uh, the elements they put into it, like the the film burns and like just imperfections in the in the video. It, it points to make it look like it was like uh, something that's really old. I thought that was uh, cool. Yeah, I just kept on thinking. Like, I know it's not real, so it kept bothering me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I know none of this. I know it's all digital artifact, and it's kind of like, uh, like, okay, you're putting it in there to like film up your movie. I, I don't know. That was just, that was my take on it, at least. 
But I, w- I do want to see more Man Thing, though. I mean, Man Thing was probably the coolest thing about it. Uh, I don't remember the guy who played the the werewolf guy, though. Um, I can't think of his name now. He was like in Coco, and he's been in a bunch of stuff. Gael. Yeah. I um, I wasn't a big fan. I'll, I'll admit of the the makeup for the actual werewolf part. Well, it was very Wolfman esque, yeah. which is why I said it's more of a universal monster look than a hammer film kind of look. Yeah. Uh, um, I see that. Um, but you know, it was cool. Like it's something different. I, I, I definitely, it was way that. more adult than I thought it would be. That's for sure. Mm. They, were, they did some things I didn't think expect them to do. Like they said some curse words and showed a little bit of gore, not a lot, but a yeah. little bit. Of gore. Dave, did you get a chance to watch it? Nope. Not yet. Okay. I think it's something, uh, you know, I think you and your family could watch it. It's nothing really majorly gory or, you know. No, I don't think it's so a, either. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Disney plus show. So, you know, yeah, it's they, a good, they do them. curse. Yeah. But yeah, so do we. So right, there yeah. you go. I think <laughs> this is going to be, it's going to go on to my, my Halloween, uh, repertoire. You know what I mean? I probably will watch it once a year type of deal with like a tree house of, of, of horror episode, which I watched oh, yeah. the, like the one from last year, which I'd never seen. Which one was that one? It was like 32 or something like that. Cause it, the, if you look at tree house of, of, of horror, it's always one year behind how many seasons there are of the Simpsons. Cause there, there wasn't one in the first year. That's right. true. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. So if you uh, if you want to see the Marvel Cinematic Universe version of like a horror story, there you go. It's there for you. All right. So before it gets too long, I want to talk about your trip to your your Disney trip and what you experienced um, in dealing with a hurricane while you're on vacation. Uh, okay. So trip. I got there uh, on a Friday. Uh, and this is the, cause the hurricane came, what landed on a Wednesday night, Thursday morning kind of deal. Yeah, right. Uh, so I got there the Friday before, uh, we got there early. So we went to, straight to Epcot right away. As you do. Uh, as we do. Uh, especially since we, we are staying at pop century and, uh, we could take the Skyliner everywhere. Yeah. Um, Skyliner is probably my favorite mode of transportation, by the way. Uh, it's easily the coolest and easiest way to get around, uh, between resort to Epcot or Hollywood. No, I agree. I, I, in in my opinion, it um, gets crowded though. It was never crowded for me. Uh, the only time it sucked is when it rained and they shut it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if it got too windy, they couldn't run it. Uh, so they would. So the lines will pile up to wait till the wind to die down, and they'll know let people on. Uh, which happened because we were there. So it like rained Friday all the way up till Thursday for us. No oh, shit. But it wasn't. Yeah, but it wasn't like constant rain. It was just like enough rain to be wet, but not overly wet. Uh, and my God, it was so humid out there. It was just <laughs> well, yeah. the, the most humid of humid I've ever experienced in Florida. And I've been to Florida a few times. That's a right, right. Zombie song, right? More humid than humid. Absolutely. 
Um, anyway, good night, uh, everyone. Good, good night. night. That will uh, <laughs> that will conclude my story from here, and I'm going on. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I'll make a long story short. I mean, I don't want to like go on about all the rides that you guys know about and or whatever. Uh, I want to basically- hear your, I want to hear your experience on a couple things. Uh, Galaxy's Edge, because now you got to spend more time in here. I actually one- got to do stuff at Galaxy's Edge this time and not be incredibly sick. Did you build a lightsaber? I did build a lightsaber. How much did you pay for your lightsaber? Uh, I had a gift card, so the gift card paid for most of it. You're lucky because starting on October 18th, it's it's going up fifty dollars. Is it really? Oh and, my god! I don't know if I would have paid for that much because you pay like what? It was like one ninety nine, right? Yeah, I think it was like yeah, two hundred something. Now it's going to be two fifty to do it. Christ, yeah, that is ridiculous. And uh, the build a droid is also going up twenty bucks too. Oh, I did that, that when I went to Disneyland. So ninety nine bucks. No, it's not gonna be that's, like one. That's still too much for what you get. I don't know. It my, is the experience is fun, cool. but I don't know. Everything is. You can't say it's inflation. It's uh, Bob paycheck for sure. That's true. Um, I really uh, I had a great time at Galaxy's Edge this time around. Good. I'm uh, I did get a chance to ride Smuggler's Run. And uh, every time I rode it, I did not ride Pilot. And I have to tell you, Smuggler's Run is the most boring ride in Disney World. If you're not a pilot, you are exactly right. You are fucking having the worst time. You're just pushing buttons. Even then, even if I don't push the buttons, it doesn't fucking matter. Nothing you do matters except Pilot. Yeah. The technology on the ride is cool, but yeah, I agree with that. It's the the worst design. I, I, I just think it's like... On a participation level, it's the worst designed. You did uh, Oga's Cantina. I think the uh, I th- now I haven't seen the one in, in Florida, but I think the the queue for Smuggler's Run is m- more fun. Absolutely right. Seeing the Millennium Falcon like makes me yes. tear up, and like be able to go inside and look at shit is really fun. The Honda yeah, and, like, iconic see, is really cool. See the lounge area and like yeah, yeah. Of it's it. fucking yeah, amazing. Like, All that's great. Yeah. Then the moment where they like tell you, "Hey, you need to hurry the fuck up because there's a long ass line," and then they push you to go in. And if you're not lock- lucky enough to get to them first, you're not going to be pilot. Yeah. Um, oh, they assigned it to us beforehand. Is how they did it for us. Yeah. It wasn't well, like a first come first serve. It was like they the. While you were in the waiting area, a cast member would come up to you and like hand you something and be like, "Okay, you're going to be a pilot." Yeah, this is it's the same. It's the same way too. Uh, but it's okay. like they wait for you to look at shit and enjoy the Millennium Falcon a little. Yeah. bit. And then when you're done, they're like, "All right, now you're going to be a pilot. You're going to be engineer, and you're going to." How be- much coaxium did you did you get for Honda? Uh, I wrote it twice, and then uh, I think we only got one. I think. Every sucked. time, well, I one time we had a kid be a pilot, and the other time we had an old lady be a pilot. <laughs> and I was like, um, I don't know. So what's going I on. will, I will tell you that that being the pilot, uh, while a little bit more fun, is also incredibly frustrating because you only control one axis. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't really control a lot. Yeah. It, uh, it, it so, puts it puts rifts in families. What are you doing? Go up, go yes. up. 
Yeah. So that being said, if I ever go back, and it's going to be a long time if for me until I do. Well, maybe not that long because we'll get to that in a minute. But until next time I go, I don't think I'm ever going to ride Smuggler's Run ever again. You if will. anything, I think I would just uh, go through the queue. The only way I would ride Smuggler's Run again if I was riding it with like a bigger party. You're going to opt out. You're like, yeah, I'm good. I don't want to ride this ride. Yeah, I just wanted to wait. Much. Yeah, I just wanted to look at the Millennium Falcon. All right. So did you did you do Oga's Cantina? Yes, I did. Uh, and I got two collectors. Oh, uh, which ones did you get? I got the Porg and then I got the one that's the Battle of Endor. Oh, that's cool. I like the yeah. Tiki Cup. Yeah, they're kind of like tiki cups, yeah. but they're they look more like uh, as if someone like chiseled it out of wood. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think Kim got the uh, pork one. I didn't think they had the other one when we were there. Uh, and both drinks were great. I got the alcoholic one, and Catherine got the non-alcoholic one. <laughs> I I definitely had alcoholic. They're expensive, but they're worth it. Oh uh, yeah, it was it's a fun. great time. A, yeah. Uh, they were all doing like like uh bar shanties when we were in there oh really our bar- yeah our bartender was like getting everyone to sing these bar shanties and dj, DJ rex, rex is really cool yeah Love dj, DJ rex, rex was awesome i took a bunch of pictures of it i'm pretty um, sure I put- and you did rise of the resistance right yes but i didn't get a chance to do that until our last day oh really in disney and that was uh was there a long wait for it or did you pay for the uh, so every time I tried to, uh, get the, the lightning lane pass, it filled yeah. up. Uh, okay. it was too, too quick for, I guess, for me to get. So I ended up paying for the last day. Okay. How much was that? If you don't mind uh, me asking. It was $12 per person. Well, Catherine didn't ride. So I wrote it by oh. myself. Okay. Yeah. Now n- the most important question, the one I'm most excited for the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic, Cosmic Rewind. Cosmic Rewind, baby. Yeah, it was awesome. It was I great. I keep on hearing that. Dude, it was so cool. It was actually the only ride Catherine was kind of interested in riding because yeah. she heard a lot of people that it's not scary. Yeah. Uh, she didn't have a good time riding it. She hated <laughs> it. And in, in fact, I think that was the ride that ruined all rides for her for the rest of her life. I don't think she's ever going to ride oh, another God. roller coaster anymore. Is it a roller coaster, though? Kind of like on a very like basic sense, there is yeah. some coaster like stuff. Um, there's no like major dips or anything like that, but it does move right. really, really fast and your car swivels left and right. So you yeah. can always see the action happening on the ride. Is it kind of like the uh, Green Guts ride at Universal? Uh, yes, without the 3D glasses and way, oh, that's, way, that's way better. fast. Yeah, way faster and more coaster-like. And it's a, it's a cross between okay. that and Space Mountain. Sort of. But sort of. Better. Yeah. How many times <laughs> did you how many times did you ride it? I only had a chance to ride it once. I oh, couldn't no. get a, I couldn't get another virtual queue to save my life. Wow. I, it, if you didn't get a virtual queue at 7 a.m., it was filled until they reopened it at one. And yeah. if you didn't get it by like 102, it was filled for the whole day. You couldn't wait in line at all. Well, you can. There's no it was like it was like a uh, three-hour wait at one point. Oh wow! And uh, the queue is cool, but it's not that cool. Not a three-hour cool. <laughs> I've seen a lot of videos. I've seen a lot of is, I've seen a lot of videos about it. So the plot line for the ride is kind of flimsy at best, but yeah. Terry Crews is in it, so that's yep. cool. 
Uh, I saw that. And apparently every time you ride, you get a different song. So uh, we got Tears for Fears. Oh, uh, everybody wants, wants to rule the world. Yeah. Everybody wants to rule the world. Yeah. That's who wants to rule the world. Everybody. Everybody. I, I have an autograph from Terry Crews now, which is pretty cool. That's cool. Hey, me too. Uh, Thanks. I, I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. You do too. Um, so anyway, uh, Cosmic Rewind was great, but I don't think it was my favorite ride. Uh, really? Yeah. Like I, I really liked it. It was, what was really your, good. What was your favorite ride of this, of this trip? This is going to be odd. And no, don't, don't, no. uh, this is the judgment, just the judgment free Disney parks zone. I'm going to have to say flight of passage is probably my favorite ride that I've ever ridden at Disney world. Flight of passage. Is I've a good heard ride. a lot of people say that it really is. Uh, a good ride. It's, it, it's not just good. It was like, I teared up afterwards. Like I thought it was just such a beautiful ride. I, the only problem with uh, flight of passage, it's just not long enough. Yeah. Um, it, you, you haven't ridden, you, you never been on that, Dave? No, I know you've um, been, uh, you've been, you've been to the area, but you just didn't go on the I ride. I walked, yeah, I walked through the avatar area. Um, I don't even think that one was open yet when I was there. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I think that might have opened later after the area. Yeah. Cause uh, I, think that, I don't the think that one ride. was there yet. The river one was open, but I didn't feel like waiting for it. Dude, I don't give yeah. a single shit about Avatar. So I, when uh, I was in the when I was getting my, my lightning pass for uh, Flight of Passage, it was like a ninety-five minute wait for the Rivers of Navi, and what? I could I couldn't understand why would anyone wait ninety-five minutes for that ride? I wouldn't wait more than ten minutes for that ride. Yeah, it's, and that's uh, even a stretch. We we got a lightning pass for it, so we rode it, but it was not a very it's not a very good uh, ride. It's calm and relaxing. The and whole thing cool. is the whole thing was like a showcase for that one animatronic. Yeah, band, right. Yeah. There's no like there's <laughs> no plot. You're, you're lucky if it's working. That's what I'm told. There's no plot. There's <laughs> no storytelling. It's just you see some of the jungle and then like an animatronic, and then you're off. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, uh, but. That being said, I really love Flight of Passage, but it just like it edged out Cosmic Rewind like by wow. like a little, little so much. Cosmic Rewind's amazing. Like there's parts of that ride that was just mind blowing. There, uh, you start the ride going backwards on uh, on Cosmic Rewind, and you see a celestial in yeah. like like giant form. Uh, know, like, a lot of it's green based, though, right? Yeah, I would say ninety percent of the ride screen based. Yeah, that's cool uh, though. I've seen the ride when it's not turned on and it's all just a giant white room. <laughs> How'd you see that? Uh, it's online. You can find the pictures. Oh, okay. We were uh, looking to see if there was any dips and drops for Catherine because gotcha. She's uh, not a big fan of the coaster. Life. I remember. I remember when we went to Harry Potter Land at Universal. Yeah, she didn't handle Gringotts very well. No, she did so. not. Um, yeah. what, what were some other highlights of your trip? Um, I got a chance to ride the Velocicoaster. Oh, I, you did pretty sweet, right? Dude, that is probably the most intense roller coaster I've ever been on in my life. <laughs> I would really uh, want to so ride that. I, I got a chance to get a front row seat, but the problem was, is my knees was touching the glass cause my legs were too long. They said, so they moved me all the way in the back. Um, Okay. And uh, they could have just so cut I, your legs off. Well, they they said it was not safe enough for me to ride in the front if my legs were touching the front. You're not that tall, though. 
I'm six feet, I guess. I mean, I don't know. This is, this is just their excuse. This could just be like, hey, you're too fat for the ride, so we're putting you on the big boy ride. <laughs> that could have been their excuse, but they told me that my knees were too close to the glass, so that's why they had to move me to the back. You're too fat to fly. Yeah, so I rode in the back, had an aisle to myself, and man, that ride fucking whips the shit out of you, dude. It's it's no joke. Like, it starts at 60. <laughs> and yeah. uh, just when yeah. you think the ride's over, it goes faster. This shit, mm-hmm. It's even crazier. And, like, I'm sure the physics of this ride is all worked out and no one's ever gotten hurt. But there's a few times on that ride I thought I was going to fly out of my seat. <laughs> Uh, just because like it corkscrews up and then it like not just drops da- down on a 90 degree angle it like curves so it yeah. like it, it like whips you yeah. around in your seat yeah that i i've i've been on one ride that was worse than that as far as feeling like oh i, I might fly out of this and it <laughs> and it was considerably worse it was considerably scarier and it was one of the roller coasters at uh SeaWorld in san diego actually. oh wow yeah, because it—I can't remember what the name of it is—but you, <clears throat> you go up and it corkscrews you upside down slowly, and then <laughs> drops you over. There is no shoulder harness; you are held in by a knee harness on oh, that sure. ride. Wow! And I'm like, I'm about to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I was just blown away that there is no shoulder harness on this uh, Velocicoaster. Oh, there uh, isn't. No, it's all it's all lap it's a it's a lap thing that goes over your shoulders, but your shoulders don't touch. Anything. Right. Yeah. Well, it, but this the SeaWorld one, it wasn't it didn't even have that. It didn't have anything that came over you. It was just over your knees. And that was it. <laughs> Start uh, holding on so, for dear life. No, so that uh <laughs> Velocicoaster was my my youngest daughter. That was her first upside down roller coaster. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and she's been like so my older daughter, she's been a thrill junkie since she could be. And so she's up for anything. The younger one, not so much. She's way more hesitant. Uh, she finally started doing coasters a couple of years ago, like at all, doing coasters at all. But she would not go on anything that went upside down or anything like that. Well, she decided <laughs> while we were at Universal, she wanted to try something that went upside down. <laughs> so she wanted the one the most intense ride. I, I want to go know. to 11, Dad. I want to go to 11. We did, we did not know. We didn't know. But she like she was a champ. She uh, she enjoyed it. Like She was like, that was fun, but I'm not doing it again. <laughs> That's how I felt. Like I had a great fucking time, but like my back was out of sorts. My stomach was like, oh man, that, that was a fucking I tell you, intense uh, ride. I feel like it, it is. Uh, I think it's great. Uh, but for me, I feel like the Hulk coaster is more intense uh, as far Hulk as how, as far as like how hard it is on my body. I feel like the Hulk coaster is mm. is more intense. I could see that. I guess. Dave, does your does your wife do roller coasters at all? Yes. Oh, she does. Okay, mm-hmm. mine doesn't. I know. I know George's doesn't. No. We did uh, we we did a, a significant part of our courting involved season passes to Six Flags, and we were on coasters constantly. Yeah. We think that's why the older daughter is. Uh, I think junkie. she was riding roller coasters. I think we, she was probably riding coasters in utero. And so, you know. <laughs> there you now go. She just feels at home on a roller coaster. Yeah, I think so. Oh, this is yeah. this, this feels like home. I remember when uh, we went George to Universal together and went Disney too. Like 
our wives were just like, oh, yeah, you guys go ride that. We're just going to hang out here and, and talk. Yeah. yeah they love that. That's pretty much uh, any ride that looked uh, a little like a coaster for Catherine. I was like, any, you can go um, ride that one. Any food highlights that you had? Anything? Any meals or anything? Um, I had a Ronto wrap, but I had the breakfast Ronto wrap, which I, I love say, the breakfast. The Ronto breakfast wrap. one, pretty good. It is pretty good. good. If you do go uh, and you do get a breakfast Ronto wrap, ask for extra sauce because they don't put enough on it. Oh, really? Yeah. I I get the Ronto wrap, but I don't like coleslaw, so I just I ask for no coleslaw. Oh, so it's probably uh, not the same, but you know, it's what I enjoy. Um. Food wise, we went to Ohana on our last day. Our How did the comparison? I've, I've always wanted to go to that one. Is, we went last time we were there, right? Yeah. How how did it compare to that last time? Uh, it was great, but man, it is a difficult time to get a seat if you're just a party of two. Like if you're only a party of two, really? Expect like a two three hour wait. Did they try to rush you through or? No, not at all. Like okay. once we sat down, there were it was all cool, but getting like seat reservations was a nightmare. Wow. Or not nightmare is such a strong word, but like I don't know. It was more difficult than it should have been to get a seat for two people. But like if you're a party of four or more, you would like get seated right away. You should have became friends with people while you're waiting. Hey, I tried, but people were not interested. I Aww. guess. <laughs> um, what people else? Uh, we ate. You didn't, you didn't, didn't, didn't they know who you were? You're like, I'm George no. Trips's motherfucker. They're like, do you not know who I am? <laughs> do you not know uh, who I am? We ate at Skipper Canteen. Yeah. We ate in the Explorers room. Yes. Skipper, um, I, 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 I'll let you go and say, but, but Skipper's Canteen is my favorite food in the Magic Kingdom, my favorite restaurant. That's it's cool. really good. Uh, I think uh, I thought the food was good uh, for what it was for theme park food. I after eating there, Catherine and I both kind of come to the assumption that I think that Disney and Universal like cook their food uh, to be pleasing, uh, pleasing to the general mm-hmm. taste buds of people. Like, yeah, it's it is not a lot of spice and, and it's not a culinary cuisine when you're going to Disney World. Even though they try to present it to you as culinary cuisine, True. it's a it's more of a kin of like, oh, this is gonna taste like food from Applebee's. Uh more I've more, had I've had good food. At no, no, I, I had good food too. Don't get me wrong. Uh Skipper's Canteen is definitely good. I just don't think it's uh, worth the high praise that everyone says, but it is better than 90% of the food in the park. I will give you that. The one restaurant that I think is better is the Liberty Tree ca- uh, Cafe, where mm. they do Thanksgiving all day, every day. Yeah. Have, have you ever been there? I have I did not. Once, yeah. It's really, really good food. And I think it was probably the best food out of all of the theme park food that we had. Hmm. Good price value. Uh, it would have been if we had more people in our party, uh, but it was definitely the most tastier food. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a good value for only two people, especially for the amount of food you get. Cause it's like, yeah, all cause you it's like eat. a, it's family style kind of. Yeah. And right. like, if you want more of one thing, they'll bring you more of that one thing. And it's, it's hard to, great. it's hard to say value in Disney at the same time, but yeah, that's also really hard too. And then we did, um, 
uh, Mickey's Not So Scary. Yeah. And I had a uh, a Dole Whip, but it was special. It was called the Graveyard Grave Man's Dole Whip. What was in that? Uh, it was like a pomegranate, mm. and uh, it was purple. It had a giant shovel in it, and nice. it was green. Uh, it tasted pretty good. Nice. And then we had a oh, regular man. Dole Whip the next day. So the the probably the best fireworks show i've ever seen was at mickey's not so scary yes they uh, uh had to cancel the fireworks oh show bummer. really what about of the, the because of the rain what about the parade the parade was also brought down to a motorcade oh i would have demanded my money back i'm like this is bullshit well that's where i'm going with the story so we got uh tickets free tickets to go back Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. So basically on Saturday, the original plan was just to hang around at Disney Springs and then go to the airport. Yeah. Uh, but since we got free tickets, we decided to spend half of the day in the park at Magic Kingdom and then uh, head to the airport from there. Oh, they gave you tickets to, to the park, not just like Mickey's Not Just Gary? Yeah. Because well, it would have been uh, impossible to go to Mickey's right. Not So Scary again. Um, we did see the Sanderson sisters perform and all the villains came out and then, you know, we saw all the kids dressed up in Halloween costumes and which candy did you get? I didn't get any candy. I, I, I skipped out on the candy and went straight for the rides actually. Mm. Uh, I, so they were doing like a couple of special things for the rides. They had like live actors interacting and in pirates, pirates, right? Yeah. And pirates yeah. and, uh, God, I don't remember the other ride. I, don't space, I know Space ride. Mountain, they do Lights they Out. Blacked, yeah, they did blacked out the Space Mountain, but the line was too long for that, so I didn't do it. Oh. Uh, but I did ride Haunted Mansion like four times uh, this this trip. There you go. Which is two more times than I thought I would. <laughs> that counts. Uh, and uh, we rode the teacup rides at least twice, which is probably that's, like my favorite. That's too many times. I think that's my favorite quick my favorite quick ride at Disney. Like it only lasts for like maybe a minute. Uh, it's probably one of my favorites. And that's what then, she said. That's all I can handle. That's what she said. <laughs> and then uh, I finally rode Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, it's okay. Mean, what do you mean finally? Oh, it's it's good. It's okay. It's not bad. That's, that's uh, one of my favorite rides there. Is it? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It was. I was in an aisle all by myself, so that was. Fi- I guess mm. that was part of it. But like, see, that's that's where. Next time we need to go back together. All three of us need to go because, like, it sounds like you, you, most of the rides you're like, oh, I was by myself. I'm like, that doesn't sound like fun. I mean, it was it was fun. I enjoyed the ride, but I think I had it hyped up in my mind a little bit more than I. Was your first have, time ever riding it? Uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, yeah, that was my first time. Yeah. Wow. Even at Disneyland, you ever ride it there? No. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, sorry. Is you have Carrie's condolences. Yeah, you're not, you're I did weird. ride Peter Pan's flight for the first time. Holy shit! How long did that take? <laughs> right. Uh, well, we paid for lightning passes uh, okay. on the days that we went to Magic Kingdom and the days that we went to Hollywood. We paid for the Genie Plus stuff, which was fifteen dollars a person. And I have to tell you, I know it sucks paying for it, but it fucking saved my life when it come to waiting in line like i didn't wait in line ever 
I haven't been on Peter Pan's flight in ages because I'm not waiting in that line. We went last year and we actually waited in line and it really wasn't that bad from what I remember. It was only like a 20 or 30 minute wait. Oh, yeah. It was usually they're like the last like couple hour. of times I've been. Yeah, the last couple of times I've been, I've never seen it shorter than an hour, an hour and a half. It was, it's and definitely like, not worth is, waiting. That is way too much. That's definitely that what I've I, I experienced every time I saw Peter Pan's flight. I was like ninety minutes plus every time. I don't remember yeah. what the what led up to it. We're in the area. I think that it was maybe after it rained or something or something. It was after something. Do you remember Kim when we got on Peter Pan's flight? It was like not that long of a wait. It was after it rained, so we jumped in line and and got in before it got too crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it was cool. Like, uh, I understand that was like one of the original classic rides. Uh, it's a classic. The, yeah. Um, it, it definitely like surprised me because I didn't realize it was a top running roller yeah. coaster. And so when it takes off the mm, coaster the, is coaster ride it's a top ride. top ride it's and i a, didn't realize that at first yeah and then uh until i saw that the boat went off the track and i was like oh shit we're about to fucking crash <laughs> is what i was thinking <laughs> I, thought, I thought we're about to run off the fucking edge here and uh sure enough so you know. well the last thing i want to talk about about your trip is um you were at the pop century resort right yeah during the hurricane so what was uh, that experience like being in a hurricane situation uh, um, at Disney at, at Disney for me, it, it was really easy going. Um, the cast members who stayed behind really did uh, a great and amazing job uh, taking care of the people and the guests there. Um, I, I understand that characters came and they had like movie playing in the lobby for children. Yeah. They had the arcade open for the families to keep the children uh, at least entertained. Um, uh, for, leading up for free to too, their, right? Yeah, everything was for free. I mean, the arcade they opened up for free, right? Yeah, I mean, the they let you play for free. free, whatever. Yeah, if it was available, but there was like a million children, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, the only thing that was ever became a hassle is trying to get information about what's going to happen because they were so wishy-washy about telling you like, Oh yeah, it's definitely going to close. Oh, it won't close. Mm. Um, so that was probably like the hardest thing. And I don't blame the cast members for that. I just feel like Disney should have been a little bit more forward with that information sooner. So that way we could have planned more accordingly and more people probably would have been able to get out sooner. Yeah. Because uh, they really waited to the last second to let you know that those parks are closed and sorry, but we're not sorry, kind of deal. Sorry, folks. Mouse or with the moose outside should have told you. Parks yeah. closed. And um, and then like uh, so Wednesday afternoon they were like, hey, we're gonna close the cafeteria early. If you like food, we recommend you stockpile your room just in case the worst happens and we lose power. You might want to get some water and food for your room. So I went to go get food and it was like a madhouse <laughs> trying to get food. I, I think I waited in line for like two hours for pizza. Wow, <laughs> damn. Jesus. Uh, but, you know, I talked to people in line. People in line were really nice. Uh, we were talking about our experiences at the ride so far. Uh, and then after I got the food, I went to the front desk. I wanted to talk to somebody at the front desk. But that place was like a madhouse as well because I guess people were coming in and people were trying to leave all at the same time. 
so that made things difficult, I imagine. Uh, but finally, I talked to somebody, uh, like one of the cast members on the side, and uh, I asked them, like, do we need to worry about anything or whatever? And they were very uh, assuring that uh, Disney is probably the safest place to be if there is going to be like a category four to six size hurricane. Uh, it is equipped to handle that kind of uh, storm. They have their own power grid. Uh, so if things, yeah. if things go bad at Disney, you know it's really bad is basically what they said. Um, <laughs> they, they, I if things start to feel alarming to you, rest assured, you should be alarmed. <laughs> <laughs> they, people say that if you're in Orlando, Disney properties like hotels are like, the safest place to be. Yeah, well, apparently they bring they shepherd people in who are evacuating but can't leave the city. They yeah. bring them into Disney parks and Disney uh, resorts. Mm. Um, so anyway, uh, like I thought that was really assuring. Um, it just kind of like they put uh, like six Disney movies on uh, rotate for free on one of the channels, and then they put a sampling of Disney Plus titles for you to watch <laughs> with like a fuck ton of Disney plus commercials. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I That's thought, they you do. yeah. And uh, they came by and they gave everybody a free flashlight. Like, like, Oh, like, are you expecting the power to go out? And she's like, yeah, you never know. So here you go. Um, did make, was it Mickey that brought it to you? No, it was uh, the cleaning people. No, oh, yeah. I wanted Mickey mouse to personally come bring you a flashlight. We didn't get the AAA title people. Though Mickey Mouse went to the Polynesian with Minnie and Pluto and Goofy. Gotcha. We got we got Doc McStuffins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got you the know, do you do you know who that is, Carrie? I I think so. I I, I didn't. I had to I Google have, that person. I have children, so I know who. Doc <laughs> we had Doc McStuffins and Princess Sophia as uh, as our people. Well, there you go. Uh, to entertain the children, the, you're at a value resort, so you got the value characters. That's right. That's what I told my wife. I told her, "Is like, well, it's, it's, you get what we paid for, I guess." Uh, but. I make a joke, but they did have uh, Edna Mode and Miss Incredible show up later, and okay. we were watching, and they were watching Incredibles too. So it was it made sense. And I'm glad you guys were safe though during everything. We were worried over here, you know. Yeah, it yeah always sucks you know, in those type of situations, especially when you're not at home and you know it's just you're you're not in your own environment, you know. Absolutely, yeah. It was a little nerve wracking because we did check the weather, and from all intents purposes, it looked like it was gonna go right past. Uh, Orlando for sure just go straight to the northern part of Florida and it just you know does what weather does and change its mind on the last minute and come straight for us <laughs> well I don't think it came across the state so by the time it got to Orlando it was sort of it, died it, down it, a lot yeah, compared, as soon compared, as, uh, yeah as soon as but it, then hit, it picked uh, back up again yeah as soon as yeah. it hit the uh, thing it like died from like a category four to a cat one yeah but then it like got to the other side of florida yep. and picked up. got back into the water and it's like <laughs> hey go time again yeah oh. so i feel i feel more bad for the, like the actual like people and residents like they all played it off for aloof like ah, yeah it's no big deal i was like okay <laughs> yeah I'm glad everything worked out and you had a good time still. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was a fantastic time. Uh, oh, was what I want to mention. Since we lost two days, I yeah. have two-day tickets oh, really? to use uh, by the end of 2023. 
Oh. So <laughs> I I have to go use these tickets because they're definitely not going to refund us because we tried. Let's uh, go. They, let's let's make a weekend said, long weekend plan out of it. Like no 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 refunds. I'd be so, down. Leave on a Friday, come back Monday, something like that, or or something like that. Come back on. Or leave on a Tuesday, come back on a Thursday, Friday. (laughs) Something like that. I don't know. But we have two days. So if we need to buy another day, that's no big deal. Cool. Well, Oh, uh, and uh, Mickey's Railway. Awesome. I don't know who said it wasn't great. That was me. I had a great time. I thought it was a fun, cute ride. And Mickey Mouse is great. I thought Um, it was better than the Ratatouille ride. Apparently, I have no joy, so... I haven't been on Ratatouille yet, so Ratatouille's fine. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, it uses the technology that Rise of Resistance uses. Yeah, like uh, the trackless uh, cars and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like uh, it's the same as same as Mickey Rail, uh, Mickey's Runaway Railway too, right? There's no track on that. From what I remember, uh, I thought it was trackless too. I don't know. Maybe it is trackless. I just don't remember it being trackless right now. I think we it tried is. to ride it. We tried to ride it on our last day, and it was closed. Oh, really? Yeah, but it, it's a lot of fun. We got to ride it once, and I really enjoyed it. And I met Mickey Mouse Ooh. randomly after riding uh, the Wonderful World of Imagination. The what? The Figment ride. Okay, Journey into Imagination. Journey into Imagination. Sorry. And then that's when, like, after we rode that ride, the no- the news broke out that Seth Rogen is making a Figment movie. Yep. That's true. He is. Yeah, that's going to be terrible. Uh, anyway. Um, Rate my childhood, please. <laughs> it, I mean, Figment definitely needs an update. So hopefully It does. This, oh, my God. This, they need to go back. Maybe this movie will help. <laughs> they need to go back to the original design with the Dreammaker and just make it fun again. There, I mean, nothing wrong with nothing wrong with Eric Idle, but it's not good. It's fine. It's serviceable. I mean, it, yeah, it was fine for what it is. All right, but so, I had a great time. It was a good time, and uh, thank you guys for you know keeping an eye out on us. I appreciate. Yeah, it. man, of course, of course. So I think we're we're getting along on the show. So I think we're just going to skip uh, George hates metal this episode. Um. But let's get into what's tickling our geeks. So, Dave, let's start with you, my good sir. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with a cop out answer and just say October. Can I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, hey, man, that's a really good answer. I'm glad you do. My, you it's man, the best. It's the best month. So yeah. here we. <laughs> the spooky season is the best season. It is. Yes. I, and the only, I mean, the only thing it just needs to be like ten to fifteen degrees cooler outside, and man, perfect. While you oh, were God, gone, yeah. it was amazing outside. <laughs> yes, it got to like the sixties a few days. Oh, maybe I should just leave again. Maybe the air will get. Do cooler. it, would you please? please? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Carrie? George, George is leaving, so winter is coming. Winter is coming once I leave. Um, I have a couple things. So uh, this weekend is my birthday, and I'm excited for what? that. We are going to New Orleans on Saturday. We're driving down. Uh, we're going to spend a couple days there. Then Monday, we're going on a cruise out of New Orleans, and excited for that, man. It's a it's a ship that we've always wanted to go on one of the older ships it's called the valor but it's a very <laughs> there's weird elements on this ship like it's very americana like the whole there's like a huge rosie the riveter painting in there and like the um the showroom where all the you know all the big shows are and everything has uh-huh. like 
it's it's set at, it's set like medieval medieval England. It was like it's just a weird ship. Um, I mean, we're excited for it. It's, it'll be fun. Um, and then the next weekend after we get back, I uh, we're driving down to Dallas to go see the Misfits perform with Alice Cooper. Dude, that's awesome! I I'm always yeah. wanted for that. I've always wanted to see the Misfits live. We're going. To, uh, we the tickets are available, dude. We got. Uh, we bought um, lawn tickets. Uh, we're going probably where, Saturday. Where is it? In uh, in Dallas. Oh, in Dallas. Yeah, where? Where in Dallas? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, one of the. Let me, let me look it up. Is it um, at the? Is it Dos Keys or something? Uh, me, hang on. Dos Equis. Dos Equis? Um, October 29th, Dosa Key okay. Pavilion. Yeah, I was right. That, that place has been a hundred fucking different things. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> when I, when I was a kid, it was the Coca-Cola Starplex. Oh, uh, I've heard that name. And it's been, it's been a bunch of other things in between. Lawn tickets are $55 uh, it, for GA. It's, uh, it's on the, it's in the, uh, state, uh, the Texas state fairgrounds. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah. All right. I sort of know where that is in. Um, we're excited for that. I mean, that's going to be a fun show, you know? Um, it is, man. I finally saw Alice Cooper a couple of years ago. And he puts on a fucking God, great it show. Was, it was so entertaining. He was fantastic. And he's such a cool guy, too. Uh, that uh, you, uh, We've talked about it to the nth degree about how cool he was at Comic Palooza, but I still like that's still like one of my favorite moments of that, of the, of, of being at Comic Palooza ever is having conversation with fucking Alice Cooper. You're like, how did we, how was this yeah. happening? Why is he asking us questions? It was great. <laughs> um, well, I know that a, a lot of the people that I used to know and run with and stuff, they're going to yeah. be at that show. Cause oh, I, cause cool. I'm, I'm, I grew up at my parents' yeah. house was just a few miles from fair park. Growing oh, up. wow. Uh, so I know a lot of people who are excited for the, this, this show. We need to book a hotel. Uh, we haven't done that yet. So we need to get on that this week. Um, but when I get back the, after the cruise on like maybe the Tuesday or Wednesday, I can't remember good buddy of mine, my friend, Mark, you've met, I think you guys have met him before. I've been friends with him since like junior high. Uh, he had twins last year. Right. And this is going to be his first outing as a single parent, as a parent, <laughs> but, uh, his wife bought him tickets to Pucifer. Am I saying that Pucifer? 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 Basically. It's uh, it's like it's like Lucifer with a P. yeah, yeah. It's uh, Maynard from Tool, one of his side projects. And uh, I've you're never not re- like a fan though, right? No, like, you don't. I never, I never okay. really listened to him until today. He asked me. He, he reached out to me. He said, "Hey, dude, do you want to do you want to go? I have an extra ticket." Um, and I and I thought about it for a minute. I'm like, you know, it'd be fun just to hang out with him because he's always at home with the kids. You know, I'm like, okay, let's do it. So I listened to a little bit of their music today. I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. It's, it, it felt very much like Queens of the Stone Age type of vibe, you know? Isn't Pucifer the Maynard from Tool? Yes. Side yeah. band? Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, the other one besides with the Perfect Circle, his other band? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun just hanging out with my buddy and, and seeing Maynard live. I've never seen Tool live, so this is sort of interesting, you know? Different version of it, but yeah, there you go word uh what about you mr uh disney guy um 
Well, I'm going to pick a, uh, since we didn't do a George Hates Metal segment, I'm going to talk about a new album that I came across last week Uh that I haven't been able to stop listening to Uh because it's uh, pretty enjoyable. Um, The name of the album is called The Signal Heard Throughout Space uh, from this band called Pyrus? Pyrus? Pyrus. Pyrus? Y'all guys know this band. I was listening to it yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. It's oh, very, well. very spacey, sort of proggy, but rocky stuff. It's rock. Yeah, it's like a like a space rock opera. Yeah. With some metal elements from time to time. Yep. I was uh, listening to it yesterday. Uh, I really dig it. Like the first, uh, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. First seven songs on the album are just great. And I think the last two songs are like reprisals. Uh, from the other songs in the later earlier on the album, yep. it's like a there's very definitely elements of like an overarching like sci-fi storyline, very like Arion like you know. Yeah, very very cool, really really awesome, really dig it. Uh, uh, it's been getting me through my editing photos for the past uh, few days. Cool. At, at work, I love uh, it when you mention something. I'm like, oh yeah, I know that. Hey, there you go. See, I don't hate Metal After I did listen to their other album, uh, The Eldritch Horror. I can't say I, I like that one as much. No, but, I haven't listened to the other album, but uh, is there? But, uh, there's only they only have like three albums, I think. Any uh, other albums you want to recommend? Well, we can do that for a minute. Uh, that I've listened to recently. Well, that would. Um, you would have to listen to them to recommend them. So. I listened to a song called Psycho, uh, this band called Psychonaut called All Your Gods Have Gone. I thought that was like the band Psychonaut. I mean, the video game Psychonaut. The name of the band is called Psychonaut. Uh, and the name of the song is called All Your Gods Have Gone. And that's uh, I've been digging that song. Uh, right. Let's see. I've been listening to a lot of John Carpenter ladies lately. So that's up on here. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. What about uh you what about you, Dave? Are there any uh any albums or anything? Uh hang on, let me uh nothing's coming directly to mind. I've been I've been trying to catch up a lot. Uh I'm like got way behind. On, yeah. Uh, I actually think so Dave would like the Pyrus band. I think. I've I've I, added it to my yeah, list because I agree. Sound, I think it sounds like interesting. It too. Uh, it sounds it sounds cool. I'll I'll mention um, a couple while you're looking while you're uh, remembering. Um, uh, the new Borealis is actually pretty good if you like a little bit more progressive Evergrey type of stuff. Um, the new Queensrÿche Digital Noise Alliance is fucking phenomenal. It's really better than it has any right to be. I mean, they've put out really good stuff in the past ten years, but. There's something about this album is just really catchy. I can't stop listening to it. Um, the new Exhumed album, which comes out, uh, I think, next month, called To the Dead. It's really, really good. Um, very, very catchy, very, very riffy, um, but still gory and brutal at the same time. Um, there's a, 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 a band called Sinister Downfall that I heard from uh, Josh over at heavy debriefings, it's a very slow funeral doom music. Um, I wish I'd been into a lot recently for some reason. I've really been into that stuff. Um, and when I'm, there's another something brand new that I have not stopped listening to. Um, 
I just can't think of what it is. I know the new Bloodbath. We've talked about that, right? That's the new good. Wolfheart. Really, really, really good. Sumerlands. That's another one. Um, oh, this band called Os. It's O-H-T-H. Really, really, really good stuff. O-A-T-H? O-H-T-H, yeah. O-H-T-H. Yes, sir. Off. Os. Os. Oof. Oof. Os. Only 90, listen, 90 monthly listeners. Wow. That sucks. We should bring that up. What kind of music is this band? Um, they're uh, a little progressive, melodic, death metal, mellow death type stuff. Cool. I, I think it's. I think it's honestly, if I if I remember correctly, it's like one guy doing it. Oh. You know. Oh, maybe that's why he doesn't have a large following. Maybe it's really good though. Cool. Um, and this band, Corrosive, K O R R O S I V E, uh killer killer thrash metal i mean the album cover is done by ed repka that's all you need to know right there <laughs> that's it for me uh so uh, some of these are are like stuff that came out way earlier in the year like i said i'm, I'm playing catch up here um one this one's a little more recent the new uh lacrimus profundere oh yeah um, it's on my list I'm too for this that. year kind of gothic doom stuff yeah um really like that uh, this Devils of Ladoon mm-hmm. album, holy shit! This thing, that's a fucking good album. It is right. Uh, I've been mentioning yes, them since like beginning of the earlier in the year. Yeah, I know this one's been out for like for months, like February or March or something. Around, yeah, I want to say February. I just got around to checking it out, and it is very good. Uh, let's see, the it's another one. Oh, another one from like way earlier this year that I just finally got around to the uh, White Ward album, yes. False Light. The, wow, that Ukraine, uh, the Ukrainian band too. Uh, th- that is wild. Do it you watch, is, Do you follow uh, them on uh, social media? No. If you uh, go back to their Facebook account during the beginning of the war, they were posting a bunch of photos and videos and stuff about being in the Ukraine. They really couldn't get out. You know, it's it's. Yeah. It's scary stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, I didn't know all that. I didn't know that they were Ukrainian. Uh, like I, said, yeah. I just heard this for the first time. I w- I've been wanting to buy their patch. People they, have been talking about it. They put a U, uh, a Ukrainian flag patch for the other logo out. I've been wanting okay. to get that, yeah. Um, another one. This one's a little bit weird. Uh, it's very different from a lot of the rest of the stuff. This is, uh, but I heard a lot of noise about it and checked it out, and it turned out I actually kind of like this. Uh, the album from Crowbot, uh, uh, dude. It's I, fun. Crowbot are great. There, we were listening to them, and I mean, I was like, if like modern rock radio got a hold of these guys, they would fucking blow up huge. If modern rock radio sounded like what Crowbot is doing, yes. I would listen to the radio. So uh, the singer from Crowbot, I mean, I'm, they've had some, I hear songs here and there that I've listened to, but he was on the Star One album this year. It's the song about the Bill and Ted. Uh, I can't remember the track name, but um, he was a vocalist on that song. If you've seen the video of that, yeah, I'll share it to you guys later. Uh, is it uh, Legend of the Space Born Killer? 
No. On the new Star One album? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. No, no, no. Um, but he's a really, really good vocalist. Uh, he can hit some notes. Really cool stuff. There's been a lot of good rock albums this year, you know? Uh-huh. If the new Skid Row song, it's really good. It's it's way more catchier than it than it has any right to be. I can't stop so listening one to of it. The, the one of the bands that I was going to suggest for George Hates Metal, a uh, band I just discovered yesterday called Abrams, and this is like kind of stoner rock, kind of '90s alternative and grunge. Oh, um, like Alice like, in Chains not not heavily Alice in Chains, I would say, but it's still got a lot of that era sound to it uh, and some like stoner rock. Uh, I enjoyed this quite a bit. I enjoyed it when I started it up, just didn't know what it was. It was on a list. I was like, all right, I'm going to check this out. I kicked it up and it was like, oh, I'm actually enjoying this quite a bit. So that's, I think it's another really good rock album. Cool. I'm um, going to put it on my two, my list to check out. Cool. Awesome. And uh, George, you should listen to some Weird Al going back to the beginning. Listening to Weird Al. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us again. <laughs> I, it was glad, I, I, was, I was glad to get the, the gang back together. Like the Blues Brothers, we got the band back together. Um, I, this will come out, and then we won't have an episode for another week or so because I will be gone. But we'll reconvene after my trip and, and have another fun-filled adventure or some bullshit like that. Neat. Uh, neat. Uh, neat. It, it will be neat. <laughs> uh, so you can check us out at metalgeeks.net. Any place you uh, download your podcast on any of your podcast or uh, podcasting apps, uh, search for Metal Geeks or MSR Cast, um, ESO Network, where we uh, make up uh, part of the network where all those really cool geeky shows live and uh, all the social medias at metal geeks. And if you're on Facebook, join the metal geek society. We, we talk about video games and memes and music and all the kinds of cool stuff. George, what about you, sir? Uh, you can find me on all the social medias at George Tripsis, where you can see pictures of my recent adventures at Disney world and universal. You can find me at Red Viking Dave on the things where you know, you can you can enjoy the anticipation of waiting to see if I'm actually going to post anything. <laughs> there you go. That's a good way to put it. Wait, wait, we're waiting in anticipation right now. That's right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again. Um, as always, we have one last thing we have to say. Keep it metal. Oh boy, and keep it geeky, huh? Couldn't have said it better myself. Hey, Geekazoids. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal. Doctor Who is all about change. For almost 59 years, the show has gone through many regenerations. One thing always consistent is a sense of hope and wonder across all space and time. It's the dawn of a new era, and your friends at our station who will be here to cover everything to come this year and beyond. 
Please rate and subscribe to our show wherever fine podcasts are found. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.